Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Birth to Life Early Care Institute. I'm the founder, April Jones. So I wanted to entitle this episode concerning issues around or a subject around divorce and the pandemic and possibly going through this with your little one. I know that I've done some research and the separation of marriages, the divorce rate of marriages actually has increased during the pandemic. So I know that there's a lot of families out there that are going through this issue right now. And a lot of times too, it feels as though you are lost, maybe have some feelings of insecurity. I have seen this firsthand as an administrator with families going through this. I've had a family member of mine go through this and also a close friend. And so I want this podcast to be a safe space for all families that are experiencing a divorce with in the midst of the pandemic with your your little one. And I might entitle this with the toddler because I know in a few situations, um, it concerns families with toddlers, but this can go for anybody as well. You know, I I mainly specialize with um, children, infants through older preschoolers, four and five. And so I wanted to touch on this because a lot of times, you know, as parents, Things affect us in so many different ways. And you might not even realize how certain situations is even affecting your child, per se. The human mind is so strong. I want to say that the human mind is memory bank is so strong. All the, the compartments of it. And I know once before... I was talking to a family about them going through a divorce and a separation. And they was like, well, it's okay because, you know, I don't think they're going to remember this. And I say that to say, I'm going to go back to one of my earliest memories. We had an exercise at my school about, can you tell me about your earliest memory? Something that you remember, your earliest, earliest memory. And so I decided to talk about the time when I was an infant. And when I talked about this story, I said, I remember I was in a pink dress. I was at a makeup counter with my aunt, my two aunts and my mom, and I was getting my ears pierced. And I remember that. And I remember them saying, they were like, well, how old are you? I was like, I don't know. Um, maybe nine or 10 months. And I remember telling my mom about this and she was like, there's no way that you can remember that. You were just a baby. And I was like, no, I remember that. (laughs) I remember the lady putting something in my ear and I remember screaming. And I remember my aunts was trying to hold me down. And she said, oh my gosh. She was like, oh my gosh, like that actually happened. I was like, yes, because I remember it. (laughs) So, you know, then the the trainer went on to say she was like well that was kind of like a uh was that traumatizing i said i don't want to describe it as traumatizing but i remember that it hurt and it was painful and i remember me screaming i do remember that 
And so I want to say all that to say is that even when you're going through this, you know, children, possibly even if they're one years old, even if they're two years old, three years old, four years old, five years old, maybe five months, it could possibly be very triggering. And it's something that they can remember as well, even if they do not have the language, because I wasn't talking at the, at nine and 10 months old, but I remember the, the set, the environment. I remember the setting. I remember something was happening to me that was painful. I remember the faces. I had such a vivid memory about it. And I can even tell you now I remember it. So let's really look at how we can help ourselves cope through this situation. Help your child cope as well. A lot of families that are in a childcare setting, one of the things I want to tell you is that even if you don't feel very comfortable, you don't necessarily have to give um, certain details. You don't have to go into great lengths of details. But I think it will be important that you kind of let your teachers know or your school know that you are experiencing a divorce because this is this is something why I suggest this. A lot of times teachers, if your child is in a childcare setting or in a homeschool setting or with a nanny, these people recognize changes in your child. They definitely recognize changes in your child. Some of the things that I have seen children do is become withdrawn, become isolated, or either have bursts of anger, I'll have bursts of confusion, or ask you questions. It comes out. You might feel like it doesn't, but it definitely does. And sometimes you wrap your brain around like, okay, what's happening with this child? Did something change? And a lot of times, I don't think parents realize as well as that teachers are trained in many different subjects, not with just like academics and cognitive development, but we're also trained in being transparent and also letting families come to us about certain situations that happen because we understand that you know parents might go through a divorce they might have experienced a a death um, in the family with their husband wife partner whatever you know we are trained in this we attend courses about this and trainings and different things we've we've attended a college course about it so i think that if you are comfortable enough that it's important that you might say hey you know write your teacher email um at this time we are experiencing a bit of a transition you know i'm separated from my partner um we're going through a divorce we're going through a separation so if you know any changes in behavior or my child asks any questions you know this is possibly what's going on however you know i'm very open to resources so if you could guide me to any resources you know we have picture books we have picture books about children going through a divorce we have picture books about you know um children all of a sudden living with their mom because of, of, of a transition there's books out there and if you are in a high quality environment more than likely you might if the if the teacher does not have it on the shelf at the time in the library center more than likely somebody has a book somewhere in that center you can get i i you can bake on it 
And I think that, you know, this is about when I talk about birth to life, when I talk about childcare development and things, I'm talking about this from an aspect of being a community. Community is always in the forefront of my mind. There, I understand that there are parents that might have feelings about being ashamed and being feeling guilty for on so many different levels. I think that when we first started out in this pandemic and the COVID thing that we were going on, that in itself was something to wrap our brains around because we didn't know what this was. We didn't know how this was going to look and it was a lot of uncertainty. Now we have more information and there's things that are still unanswered about this, but now we have a little bit more information and people are able to get vaccines now. But that does not necessarily mean that, you know, that that coupled with something as like a divorce or a separation for a child, I'm telling you, that is something that, um, it can be tough. It can be very tough. And so what I want parents to do to implement some self-care for themselves. I want you to also, if you're listening to this, to forgive yourself, forgive yourself. You know, I have seen so many different um, situations when it comes to to divorce. I've seen people that had to go through a divorce because their partner was physically violent. They was in a domestic violence situation. I've seen it where, um, you know, just you know, they decided to separate because they just couldn't get along anymore for oh, for whatever reason, so many different reasons. And I want to tell you that no matter what, you know, if you are that parent that loves your child and you try to do the very best that you can, you know, just know that let go of that feeling and shame of guilt and shame. Try to let that go. And one of the ways that you can try to let that go is talking to someone. I know that there's been families that have found enough comfort within me to discuss how they felt and what they could possibly do. I've seen families that have been so plagued by divorce that they went into a deep depression. But I would encourage every family member out there, even if you do not confide, you know, if you don't tell the school and you're like, okay, I'm not, I don't wanna do that, that's totally fine. That is your choice to do that. But try to talk to someone. Try to talk to someone about what you're going through because I know it could be very difficult. You have a lot to unpack yourself about your divorce. And I know that it can be very triggering in certain situations that could possibly be very emotional um, as well. So try to find a therapist and try to talk to someone. I don't care if it's just 30 minutes for one week or, you know, if you don't want to do every day, just try 30 minute session, just feel your way through some certain therapists, try to see someone that has specialized in parents going through divorce, um, as well. That's something that you could possibly do. Now let's talk about the basis for the child. Okay. So you're going through this and maybe you have, you've had to move. Your child is not only experiencing the loss of a person possibly present in the home, but they've had to move. They've had to switch schools. They noticed that there are changes in behavior. They possibly noticed that you guys were arguing and fighting and things like that. Um, 
I would suggest for parents not to put the children in the middle as much as possible through this. Maybe you're going through a bitter divorce in a court system. So one of the ways that I feel as though when if you're going through this, and I will mention this even for a parent that has an infant, talk to your child about it. Talk to your child about it. You, we have so many human beings that's walking this planet right now. We have so many individuals right now that talks about the divorce of their parents and they're in their 50s and 60s, possibly even 70s. It still affects them to this day. They have created a sense of, um, they, there's a sense of um, belonging that they've lost or um, they have developed soul wounds from that particular situation and sometimes it's not necessarily the divorce itself but the things that happen along with the divorce that was not unpacked and also addressed so I would strongly encourage parents to talk to your children about it you know if your child is not at the age where they are verbal you know you can draw pictures you can do books things like that if you need to go to family therapy look at possibly having a family therapist or if there was something that was very traumatic that happened during the course of the divorce and separation look at getting a play therapist because i'm telling you a lot of times when this is happening you know if these feelings are buried and they're not addressed this can have some very grave consequences to where people will start to experience things and it will become a symptom and then they'll start doing things to cope in the midst of it. And I've even seen this with children. You know, I've seen I've seen this um, happen with children because I remember a child was going, family was going through a lot and the child became very, 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 very clingy to me. And I'm glad that the parent had the opportunity to open up because we talked about it. We talked about things that I can do to kind of help in this situation. Teachers are not only teachers nowadays, they're counselors too. I mean, teachers and childcare centers do so many roles, it's unbelievable. That's why I'm such an advocate for it. And that's why I want to see so much more funding. But that's another time and another topic. But right now, I just want parents to go to your local Barnes and Noble. Look, Look at some books there. Ask your school if they have any books. I want to say that the last schools I've, I've been in, NACI accredited schools, high quality schools, the last schools I have been in and, and worked for, they have books about divorce. They have books about separation. They have books about when mommy leaves or daddy leaves and when mommy goes out of town, all of these different things. Some of these things can even be embedded into a lesson plan. You know, the child doesn't necessarily have to be singled out, but it's just certain things that they can express and they can talk about as well. But um, I definitely wanted just to touch on that. This is more of a conversation. But with every parent that's listening to me or every person that's listening to me that is experiencing a divorce and pandemic, I want you to tell yourself that you are going to make it through this. I want you to celebrate your child in the midst of this. If you have to go off and, and do a walk somewhere 15 minutes before you pick your child up or go somewhere to drink a cup of coffee. Do whatever you need to do to save yourself in this. 
Just know that you are worthy and you are valuable. And this is something your divorce and your separation does not define you. It does not. It does not define you. I know that might be pressures from your your their exes or, you know, I, I don't know. I've seen all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, I've seen all kind of crazy stuff. I've seen where I've had to go up to a, a person's car because the mom was just sobbing and they, they were just breaking down. But she was so thankful that she had a listening ear. So if you cannot, if you cannot confide in a friend, and even if you have a friend that you confide in and they are a listening ear, still get a professional to help you coach, coach you through this. Okay. Still get that professional because you know what, no matter what you are that loving parent and you are that, um, health, you want to be that healthy parent. You want a healthy child. I know you do. I know you want a healthy child. I know you want the best for your child as well. I know that you do. I know that you do. But you are going to make it. You are going to make it past this. You just need some tools. I don't know what it is about our life sometimes. Like we go to school to get training for things. We we have to take a test and study to get a car. We have to take a test to study for, you know, school. We have to take tests and, and do preparation for so many things in, in, our, in our lives. But there are times we have to do preparation for our own selves, for our own souls. So do that preparation for yourself. I will tell you that not only will your soul and your spirit thank you for it, your child will thank you for it too. So when you are, if they're having a moment, if they're having, you know, um, if they're trying to cope, if that, that toddler is trying to cope without seeing daddy or whatever, you, you went to your therapy session, you talked to the school, you have your books, you're trying to process this pain and possibly this trauma, you're doing your work and it will get better. I know that it will. It, it might seem tough right now. Some of you guys are just so relieved that, you know, <laughs> that it's over. You know, it's over. I am a child. I can speak as an adult. I'm an adult that is a podcaster. But I was a child that went through this. And a lot of people don't hear the perspective from that child. But I'm telling you, if you do your work, your child will thank you for it. They will absolutely thank you for it. You know, if they want to talk about it, let them talk. Try to listen to them. If they're four, if they're four years old, I don't. Well, you know, maybe somebody's going to listen to this and they have a ten and thirteen year old. Listen to them without interrupting. That's something that that's a skill set that we definitely have to learn. Try to listen. You know, the average I was reading something when I was um, going to school for child development and I was reading something about language and literacy and they said the average teacher or the average adult when a child is talking interrupts the conversation within 30 seconds. The average interruptions when people are communicating. And a lot of times, you know, that's when uh, a lot of tension starts because people simply won't listen. (laughs) So yes, we need turn taking when we are conducting a conversation but just listen sit back and study your child 
if you're going through something like this, try to spend as many meaningful moments as possible with your child. This can happen over dinner. This can happen when they're taking a bath. This can happen just simply you just looking into their eyes. Guys, it's almost as if I can feel the pain or feel the outcry or feel as though that this is something that parents have been through and they just need a person. They just need a listening ear. I have a close friend of mine that has went through a divorce during the pandemic, has two early learners. Both of the early learners have special needs. Not only did he go through this, he lost his job. He basically lost everything. But I just, I'm just there to encourage, you know, I'm the, I, I have a listening ear and he was telling me, he was like, you don't realize how much this has helped me. Um, I've had moms just sob in my sob in front of me. You know, we all need someone. If the pandemic didn't teach us anything else, it taught us that we do need community. We do need each other as human beings. We were not meant to just be isolated individuals. You know, there are babies that die because nobody has cared for them, hugged them, loved them. They will die, you know, uh, in grave situations. So let's not underestimate it. My link is going to be in the bio. I want you to look at some different resources, but hopefully this podcast has helped you in so in so many different ways if you come across this podcast and you know someone that's going through this share it with them share it with them because you never know that this how much this can impact their life and not only that share it with them but if you're listening to this podcast and you're going through this if you have to listen to this three times a day If you have to listen to this weekly to help you through your healing process, listen to it. Take notes. Take what you can out of it. Miss April, (laughs) as I say, I just love human beings. I've come to that realization. I love people. I love children. I love teachers. I love administrators. But I love people. You know, it does my heart good when I see people getting tools and they're flourishing. It does my heart good. And I'm now I've come to realize that I was a teacher for so many years for little people, but I'm just a teacher, period, for people. I'm just a teacher for people. So I know that you will get over this. And I know that it's a process and it possibly will take time. But I want you to celebrate yourself too for every little milestone that you accomplish. Celebrate yourself after that therapy session. Sometimes those therapy sessions are not going to be easy. They might be a little tough. But celebrate yourself in the midst of that. And your child. And you guys are going to do great. You're going to be like a beautiful garden that had some weeds that come along the way. But those weeds are going to be plucked up. And you guys are going to be so beautiful. So beautiful. 
And your child is going to thank you one day for doing your work because they're going to be a healthy individual and they're going to have healthy flourishing relationships. It's not even necessarily about them being with someone, but just interacting with people in life, period. They won't be carrying those soul wounds. So I, my link is going to be in the description. I have plenty other podcasts on here that I would love you to um, listen to. You can send me a voice message. You can DM me through my other platforms as well. I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm on all of those those, uh, platforms. Have a wonderful day.